today we're back at 17 Cherry Tree Lane with Mary Poppins Returns. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. As the year grows, the list grows and movies get better. But a show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year so far? Welcome back. I am John Ellis. Thanks for joining me today and being a part of today's episode. So join the conversation online. Let's talk talk about even more movies. Let me know what you've seen in 2018. You can find me on ellisonmovies.com and of course Twitter on at ellisonmovies all day and every day. So welcome to the many new listeners that have joined me today. Click that subscribe button so you'll be alerted when I release a new episode. I have links in the show notes to help you out with that. So if you missed it last time, we, we discussed Bumblebee, the latest and best Transformer movie. Of course, we have a low bar set, but still, the Bumblebee is a good movie on its own. As a Transformer toy fan, as a kid, I love the Transformers. This was the movie that I always wanted. Instead, we were bombarded with a series of bad Michael Bay movies that did not represent the Transformers that I knew. Now we have Bumblebee. So take the family and go see this movie. It's a good one. But today I'm discussing the highly anticipated Mary Poppins Returns. Michael and Jane Banks are now adults dealing with adult problems. Michael especially is dealing with a bank. And we remember how awful bankers were from the first Mary Poppins. Well, they are back to possibly foreclose on the house that we all know so well. Michael, a widowed father of two, now has to go on this quest to find this missing piece of paper that may or may not save this house. Emily Blunt, as Mary Poppins, returns to help the bank's children. We are also joined by Jack, played by Lin-Manuel Miranda, a lamplighter for the streets of London. Together, uh, Mary Poppins takes the new bank's children on adventures throughout the city. Plot aside, which is almost practically irrelevant, and we'll get more to that in a second, The ultimate result of Mary Poppins is an exciting song and dance musical that will put a smile on your face. That's really enough to call this a great movie. So Mary Poppins Returns is directed by longtime musical director Rob Marshall. He's done this before, and that includes movies like Chicago, Nine, Into the Woods. So he knows his way around a movie musical. Marshall delivered exactly what families want to see that are going to see Mary Poppins. This meant great songs, great animation, bright primary colors, and costumes to match. Does it borrow the same templates from the original? Yes, probably. There are certainly some heavy similarities. But why wouldn't you do that? It may be a formula, but it's a good-looking, beautifully-told formula that works. But let's not bury the lead here, though. Mary Poppins Returns also works because Emily Blunt is phenomenal. So phenomenal that that there may be an Oscar nomination in her future for this performance. She portrays the subtleties of Mary so easily. And let's admit it, on paper, Mary Poppins may not always be a likable character. She's vain, she's rude, she's often too truthful. But spinned with the right wink and the right nod, we still love her. And that's not easily done, and Blunt does that extremely well. From a story's perspective... There's not much here. It's ultimately a quest for a piece of paper that may or may not save their house. But that's almost secondary. The beauty of Mary Poppins is not in the script. It's in the musical numbers. That was always the case with the originals, and that's the case now. Starting off with a sweet and simple 
underneath the lovely London sky as Jack works his way through the city doing his lamp lighting job. Then we have Can You Imagine That? It's the first big production song as Mary takes their kids on their first magical adventure into the bathtub. Trip a Little Light Fantastic is probably the most memorable song in the movie. Not just because it's a catchy tune, but the number itself is filled with big choreography from the cast and the lamplighters, or Learys as they're called. And that's just a sample of the great musical numbers in this movie. That's not even to mention songs from Meryl Streep, Angela Lansbury, and of course Dick Van Dyke himself. So Mary Poppins Returns is ultimately the movie that the people going to pay for a ticket want to see. It knows its audience and it delivers that, which make making it one of the best movies of 2018. So you may see some reviews out there that will rip this apart for reasons I can't really explain. And maybe these are the critics that this movie is most meant for, the bankers and the wolves of the world. As in the original Mary Poppins, the lesson has always been to lighten up, enjoy life, not let the banks and the dark clouds get to you. Mary Poppins Return brings us into this world where we can at least temporarily forget about those problems dive deep into bathtubs, enter upside-down rooms, and climb Big Ben. Some people like to pretend. Can you imagine that? So now the list. We talked about Bumblebee last week. It's a perfectly fine movie. It's not a top 10 movie. But more importantly, if you like the original Mary Poppins, I urge you to see Mary Poppins Returns. It's a musical. It's a full musical. It's everything a musical is supposed to be. And if you like those kind of movies, this is the movie for you. Let's talk about that top 10. Number 10, The Favorite. Number 9, That's Mary Poppins' Return. It's now the ninth best movie of the year. Black Klansman and Spike Lee joined as number 8. Black Panther, the best Marvel movie of the year. Number 6, A Star is Born. Number 5, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Note, this is the, the other comic book movie on this list. It's the best comic book-based movie of the year. Number 4, Paddington 2. Number three, eighth grade. Number two, Widows. If you missed the chance to see Widows, which a lot of people did, it's it's one of my favorite movies of the year. And I think a lot of people just not, just passed on it, just didn't get a chance to see it. It's a great movie. And I, but number one is still Roma. It's the best movie of the year so far. It's a great movie. It's, it's a movie that's hard to sell to many people if you see it from the outside or see a trailer. But once you get into it and once you watch it, I'm sure you'll like it. Check out Roma. It's available streaming for you to check out now. So thanks again for continuing to listen and including yourself in this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know of new episodes. As always, you can find the podcast on all the major channels. Find more reviews and movie discussions on ellisonmovies.com. I look forward to talking with you soon. But until then, I'll see you in the theater. <laughs>